Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Today's episode of The Cantina is brought to you by Grow Generation. Whether you're at the Death Star or the Senate, they have everything you need to grow right where you are. More from them later in the episode. Welcome to a galaxy far, far away. Here at the Cantina Podcast, we provide top-shelf service, including rumors, leaks, news, and reviews. Come in, order a Lomanail, and remember, no droids allowed. Gotta unmute us. Hello, yep. everyone. How's it going? Welcome to the Cantina Podcast. It's LRM's Genreverse Podcast Network's only Star Wars po- podcast, but that doesn't change the fact that it's the best Star Wars podcast out here, out there in the wonderful uh, uh, Genreverse, as we like like to call it. I am one of the hosts of this show, Kyle, and I am joined today by our pretty much our, our co-pilot, Shocky. What's up, bud? I, I think of myself like as a C-3PO. You know, it's okay. you and Cam or Han and Chewie, and I'm in the back, and every so often I'll I'll chirp yeah. in and stuff. You're the navigator. Yep, navigator. Yeah. And then when you tell me to shut up, I'll, I'll, I'll shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, man, I really – Appreciate you guys holding down the fort last last week. I have yeah. had uh, uh, some personal issues, some te- technical issues, and uh, a cra- crazy, crazy lead up to the 4th of July. But it was good nonetheless, and here here we are, another day, another, uh, another trip to the cantina. There we go. So uh, Star Wars news has been, you know... He, here and here and there, so somebody will say something. Somebody will bring up something from from the past. Yep, we'll spend three three weeks on Rogue Squadron. <laughs> um, but it's actually it's been kind of relatively uh uh peaceful, uh, which is eerie and scary because it's almost like a calm before a storm. Yeah, it's it's good. I, I think it's it's a good thing to you know have no news is kind of good news type deal because it's not. If you think about it, we're not having a a director change, screenwriting, you know, scripts, you know, being thrown out the window, you know, reshoot. So it's that's good. I, I like that. Um, mm-hmm. And I think a lot of the big news is being held off for uh, Star Wars Celebration in May next year. So, you know, we just kind of tread water for right now. And then come, you know, May, everything's going to, you know, explode. And, you know, the amount of Star Wars news and trailers. uh, Not May. Um, No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it got moved up to May. Yeah, May next year. Yeah. So we're let's say year. Yeah. Man, it is, you know, it's, it's, it's eerie to, to think about how just, how much Marvel was able to just churn out 
uh, TV-wise and uh, the kind of slow slow burn for for Disney uh, Star Wars. I mean, um, but it's it's going to start p- picking up next year. I mean, yep. it's going to mm-hmm. hit real fast from Book of Boba Fett to uh, uh, things like Andor, Obi-Wan, and then Mando season three and ah- Ahsoka. The exact lineup for those aren't a hundred percent set in stone yet. Other yeah. than Book of Boba Fett's <clears throat> next, <laughs> but uh, once once that happens, it's going to be pretty pretty exciting. You know, a um, lot of lot of things. Uh, not just just when t- trailers and things hit next next uh, year at celebration, but just the i just the idea of all of the production stuff that's going to be coming out inevitably right. here soon. I'm I'm really excited about yeah some of that. I think in a sense we for when for those who were not fans of the original or the sequel trilogy um you know the the biggest claim was rushed it wasn't well thought of you know and you know things then so i think like you know it's a good thing lucasfilm you know kathleen kennedy you know favreau whoever you know the the creative team behind all these things that are going on have have taken their time they've learned from their mistakes which you know understandable and now it's taking their time where marvel had you know 10 plus years to to put a, everything together you know we we were spoiled for marvel having so oh, yeah. many oh, yeah. movies come out at one time but if you think about it there was just iron man mm-hmm. one year then there was just captain america one year the incredible hulk you know went through you know sc- cast changes and stuff and everything there was this conflict behind that so yeah. yeah i'm i am thoroughly happy with everything that's going on with Star Wars right now. Um, I know you have your your little uh, hesitancies when it comes to like things like Rogue Squadron mm. or even like the Acolyte. I know some people are kind of you know up yeah. in the air about um, the High Republic stuff. I've High not Republic been stuff. Impressed with much of the stories yeah. coming out of that. I I mean I haven't re- so. I, I got into a little bit in the beginning of the High Republic, and then it kind of just faded away from me. I'm now into the War of the Bounty Hunters with uh, Boba Fett's right. story. That's kind of interesting to me now. Um, second, you know, the second story's coming out with that. Um, so that to me is is good enough for me. Uh, and for those who are into High Republic, I, you know, good for you. Just not my cup of tea there. You know? Yeah, uh, it's it's not. Uh, and look. look. I do have, like I said, some issues with some of the stories. Right. What the what the c- catastrophe is? Yoda's uh, pl- place, but Yoda him existing is my my biggest problem with it, and it's why I'm like you know a, a thousand years into the past or a thousand years into the future, please, and and let's get away from right this this stuff that we already already know because like even t- talking Rogue Squadron, which you guys got to talk a bit about last last week uh mm-hmm. the writer was announced two two weeks ago but we didn't get to talk about it until last week. there's not a lot of yeah the most fa- famous thing he's done is monster trucks about an a- tentacle alien monster in the engine compartment of some pickup truck it right it <laughs> looks like a bad uh uh anime that starts with an h war h uh you know you know um it and and then you you start thinking about 
Patty Jenkins and her her own comments on her creative freedoms for Wonder Woman versus her creative freedoms for Wonder Woman 84. Mm -hmm. And you look at those two movies and you go, okay, so she had more freedom by her own own words. She had more control under or over 84 than she did the original. Right. And you start freaking out because like, you're you're like you guys aren't talk you know I know for a fact from from Mike Stackpole's mouth he's not involved he's right. not asking to be he's not the demanding you know consummate professional he might have some feelings that are different than what he he p- puts out to the public that's his biz business I always said right. I'd be p- pissed off for him <laughs> but uh uh being the hunt hundreds of Ten, tens, if not hundreds of thousands of others, but um, it's it's kind of just worry worrisome when you when you can start and the internet is is at fault for this because think think about back when the only movie news the only way you got to know producers or directors were if you were picking up a trade right. uh, paper or or a magazine like like film or or something like that you, mm-hmm. you know. Um, now you and I, we we can start naming sound editors. We can name you know regular editor. We start getting excited when we're like, oh, this uh, DP DP's on on a on a film, and that kind of comes to bite us in the ass because now we, we all know these writers more than we ever did did before, and we're like, whoa, wait, you're doing what pro- project? Uh, sometimes it works. Look at the guys. For that that did uh uh all the stuff with the Russo brothers and you know the the stuff from what office and co- community and, and right and they you would never ex- expect them to do what they did for for uh Winter Soldier uh, yeah. yep. Civil War Infinity War Endgame so it's not like I'm it's not like I've the, the coffin's not sealed I just I have no hope. The internet's kind of our our blessing and our curse at the same time. We get as all this information, and we sometimes use this information and stress ourselves out over it. You know, where, like you said before, you know, pre-internet days, you would have to have a trade or you know check on a you know one of the few magazines that you could get at a, at a bookstore to get you know information like that. And yeah, I mean, you might look at it and say, oh, okay, interesting, whatever, but. Now with so much access to information, when, like you said, when a writer's announced, you can basically look up his entire backstory in five minutes and say, oh, I know that work. I don't like that work. And then it puts a kind of a bad taste in your mouth already and stuff. So, you know, hopefully, um, you know, we're in a, you know, in a good place. I think that, you know, um, it's some of the things that have been said about Rogue Squadron, because I know that's kind of the one you're looking most forward to, you know, is, you know, we've seen that Patty Jenkins prior to the announcement had already been working on the project. I think she said for a couple months, you six know, months. so six, six months. months they've been on, yeah. on, they are wrap wrapping up the story. Right. And so what was crazy about that was that, uh, I don't know if you remember, but it was kind of, I think a month or a month and a half before, um, the announcement at the Investors Day, we we ran a story saying that Lucasfilm was you know working on an animated 
you know, project, you know, focusing on Rogue Squadron and, and everything. Yeah. So it, it was in there. The rumblings were in there. It just didn't put, you know, put it all together. And, you know, my sources, you know, as great as they are, sometimes they, they do fail me. And, and in that case, they did, you know, do, you know, for the full you know, announcement. But, um, you know, I, I I love what Patty Jenkins has done with Wonder Woman. I didn't really like Wonder Woman 84. I like, you know, what she did with Monster. You know, there's other projects as well. She was the director for a couple episodes of Entourage, one of my favorite films back in the early two, or um, TV shows or in the early 2000s on HBO. Um, you know, I think that she's going to do it right, but it's just one of those things that I don't know if we have to take um, – we're, we're more than likely have to take a – a kind of a, a, a step back and say, okay, everything that we know from what Mike Stackpole created, we've got to let that go. Jettison. Yeah. 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 I mean, and, and say, all right, new, new story, new, new. And I, and I hope like you, it's something to go away from the Republic, the mm-hmm. empire. It's its own creation. I think Cam and I were talking about that last week is that um, it's sometimes too much in a little confounded time. I think the Mando versus, is kind of finishing up the return of the Jedi storyline that we've been, you know, always thinking about, but having a, a movie as well on top of what the Mando verse timeline is now, nah, I mean, let's go a little bit further or, you know, a little bit backwards if you want to do it that way. But yeah, I'm kind of with you. Um, as long as it's not within the, the original trilogy timeline, I think we're okay. Yeah. If we're in that, then for fans like you and I who who know the Stackpole, you know, um, books, that's going to be tough for us. But who knows? Let's... I I kind of look at at it like like the this. I at first I was like, let's let's take the idea of Stackpole's books and just change some things up so it's not Admiral Akbar, it's Admiral Antilles. It's not Commander Antilles reform rogue squadron to be Correct. a pr group it's commander dameron or C- commander whatever you know you are now in in charge of rogue squadron and then you you do something similar where you're taking and this is key and th- this is what scares me most about this i've got this god awful feeling we're getting top gun in space where we're gonna <laughs> see pilot training now, yes, there is Rogue Squadron is training together for the for the initial part of the first book, but they aren't in flight school. These are right. these are the best pilots in the galaxy, with some ca- caveats and 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 some d- dovetails there for political purposes. When you're talking about the Bottons and the Mon Cal, and God, the EU gave us such great politics that didn't bore us but uh there there's there's that fear that we're just going to get a bunch of pilots in in training and i don't want that i want more like uh uh battlestar galactica okay that's what i i want all the time we we spend with starbuck and uh, apollo and the the raptor pilots and stuff that's the type of rogue squadron i wish it had been been a series animated fine if it didn't so long as it didn't look like uh resistant resistance <laughs> but um yeah man i i just 
it, it's it's scary B, because this is the next Star Wars movie. This is using a very very sensitive pro- property within Star like Rogue Squadron if you think think about it considering the the games uh the the comics and the novels and toys even it is like a franchise within, right? Right. And if you you've already got the bigger franchise of Star Wars teetering, you know, it's always volatile these days and anything bad can just set it set it off. And what what ha- happens, you know, if Rogue Squadron's not good? Like we we know Taika's going to go into his soon no one knows about much about Faiyi's except the writings happened or right. happening. Mean happening. Yep. Yep. And uh, but we know we know that Rogue Squadron is is up next, man. What if that fails? What does that? You you know you'll at least get one more Taika's or Faiyi's or maybe they're one and the same. Who who fucking knows? People lie all the time. Right. But uh, you're you're gonna get two because one of them's gonna be in production when when rogue squadron hits what if it sucks though man well if it's if it sucks and it doesn't do well the box office i think that's the last we see of a star you know fighter squadron type movie Mm. i think if it does really well then you can branch out you can go in different different timelines of the galaxy you know star wars and and do things like this and not necessarily do like rogue squadron 2 but you can continue on so um, so you're saying you you would prefer something not like of a Top Gun esque type movie? No, where no. I mean it's it's a school it, and you get the best of the best and oh uh, there's a conflict within the group and then mm-hmm. oh got to we have to buddy you know together in order to defeat you know the bad guy. No, you, I I want combat. You want more combat than anything. I yeah I think something along the line. So I, I agree with you. I think we. We already know good versus bad technically in the Star Wars realm, right? I mean, you don't have to necessarily call it the rebellion and the empire. You could, you know, figure something, you know, if you want to go completely brand new and know that there's the good side and the bad side. And the good side has their specific type of, you know, uh, fighter squadrons. The bad side has their type of fighter squadrons. There's got to be some sort of mission to save a planet or save a. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a, you know, a colony, whatever, and go about it that way. Um, you, you know, similar to what is it like the um, what was the old nineties game? Um, the X Wing and Tie well, Fighter no, and X Wing. Well, you had, Fighter of course, you have those, of course. But do you, um, uh, was it Flight Commander Wing or Commander? Wing Commander. There yeah, we go. Wing Commander. That was that necessary. You just jumped right in. And you knew good, bad, you know, yep. enemy, shoot down, boom, you know, save the world, save the planet, save the galaxy type deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Simple as that. Um, just to me, I was kind of joking around with my friends. Please, for the love of God, do not make it about the Death Star or a mm-hmm. new Death Star. No. We don't need that. We don't need an, no. uh, another Death Star. on that. And know, We're good. Look, and, and and yes, this is this is fanboy uh Kyle's speaking uh, a thousand percent um you can easily take the 
story, like I said, of of Sackpole's books and trans mm-hmm. transport it forty years into the future and uh forty five, whatever whatever it is. Uh yeah. uh and and you you all of a sudden have this this new uh new republic that is taking you know over from the first order and maybe the first order did set up on coruscant so you do send rogue squadron on a mission to take Coruscant because you say hey it was dumb to have the the capital traveling around the the galaxy you know we need we need the the centralized uh you you sometimes you need that that beacon right right mm-hmm. uh in the, the uk they've got their crown the united states has D- dc the white house is is mm-hmm. that that s- symbol so maybe you you go back and you use use that you can d- dive into some of the pop pol- politics like uh stackpole did in his books so you're 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 able to tickle that that part of of my brain right but you're you're using all new new characters it like i said I don't. I almost don't want them to use Dameron if that if that's a potential idea that they they had. Just simply because I want m- more separation right. and not. And while while I wasn't a fan of the sequel trilogy, it's not that I want separation because it's like oh that's not can- canon or what. No, it's just it all of that all of it's t- tainted to to me. Like everything from from one through through. You know, uh, uh, three point five five, the animated stuff, <laughs> and uh, everything from from like man after Mandalorian forward right now is just it's too too much. It's okay. too much hit hit or hit or miss. Uh, uh, where the prequels were way more misses than than hits, and the sequels were a little bit more even with their hits and misses. I I just I want to watch mostly hit so for me that's rogue right. rogue one four four five and, and six and uh manny brought up something all over on her other show the daily daily cog and uh the that's uh every monday through friday in the, in the mornings slash afternoon noon uh hit subscribe on youtube to to catch that and um thank you uh he he had mentioned that he was afraid the mandalorian mandalorian might not hold up on re- rewatch. Um, and I started th- thinking about all the t- times I would com- complain about like uh, establishing shots lasting too long or a tr- travel sh- shot lasting too long and, and still giving it these re- really high, high reviews. And I, I, I'm starting to feel like Manny, maybe, maybe the, the sequel trilogies, you know, uh, uh, smudges all over the, shiny metal that is star star wars uh, combined with the prequel trilogy especially in my, my mind's sm- smudges maybe the mandalorian's really not all that that great i don't know it's kind of a scary thought i think with it uh, you're comparing two different projects like when you're, you're talking about something about the mandalorian of course there's going to be episodes on there that are, like you're going to say like ah this isn't my favorite one or this was a filler episode that's always the, the most common thing and it does you don't go to those ever again um you know my favorite show i think of all time is still is the office and there are you know some episodes that went on comedy central when they're on i i will like stop whatever i'm doing and watch it you know doesn't <laughs> you know, you matter stream it right yeah, now. yeah and i could recite it word for word 
And then there's still a lot on there that I'm like, eh, move on. And same thing with the Mandalorian season one. I, I go to more. I, I see rewatching um, and, and kind of just like picking up little tidbits than season two. Season two, I think, was a lot of uh, introduction episodes. You know, they're the the frog lady, you know, type episode where they're stranded on the um, ice planet and stuff. It was kind of it was okay. And, I, and you know, and I'm I'm going through that a lot with the Bad Batch right now. Um, watching the Bad Batch, I, I love the Clone Wars animated series. I know that there's a lot of filler episodes in there. A lot of episodes that deal with storylines that don't particularly go well. You know, like bode well for me. Um, the Bad Batch is starting to become like that. Um, I'm getting really kind of like semi, not necessarily bored with it, but just it's like I need to know where the end result is. But I, mm-hmm. in, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, okay, Filoni's got. He, he has a, a method to his madness of like these little f- episodes. I call it filler episodes. We'll see later on down the line. Like we'll, it, it will all come to, you know, in a full circle. Same thing with star Wars rebels. I, I think the first season of star Wars rebels is absolute trash. Like I, I don't watch it. I, I watched it one time through and I say, I, I recommend people like don't even bother with it. Go through seasons two, three and four and you're right. fine. Yeah, you know, and even in there, there's some episodes I'm like, eh, you know. So, um, when it comes to movies, though, I think you you got one chance at it, one strike at it, and I think like you said, Rogue Squadron hit it out of the park. That's a movie that whenever it's on TNT, or, I mean, there's a, Rogue One. I'm sorry. Yeah. When Rogue One, um, you know, is on TV, or you know, I, I'll pull that up and I'll stop and watch it. Uh, same thing with the original trilogies. Now I know you and I differ on the prequel trilogies. You know. Yeah, Phantom Menace. If it's in the last half, post Pod Racer, I'm into it. <laughs> Pre Pod Racer, don't don't even get me started on that part. Um, but you know, post Pod Racing, uh, I'm into the you know Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, eh, you know, and then Revenge of the Sith. Of course, the lightsaber duel that we will not talk about, whatever. <laughs> but I'll I will definitely watch that. But yeah, so Rogue Squadron. If it's a one-off, you got one chance. You're you're basically in Rogue One territory, so you better have a great script, great acting, and so forth. And I can only imagine what the original plot of Rogue One would have been. You know, because remember there was uh, mm-hmm. director change, screenwriting change. There was a lot of editing, a lot of things in this trailer that we didn't get in the actual film. Imagine how different of a you know movie it would have been. But yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I I'm hopeful. Always got to bring it up, man. Always got to bring it up. It's artwork right yeah, there. Yeah, that is... that, that's art right there, there, ladies and gentlemen. The, the greatest lightsaber du- duel ever. Mm. That took all of, what, three <laughs> seconds out of that whole deal? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Um, last, last thing on, on uh, Starfighters and, and stuff like that. I caught something online yesterday that really, really excited me because I've been bitching and complaining about a lack of uh, space fighter sims. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and you mentioned Wing Commander, which is yep. amazing. And Mark Hamill played uh, 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 Colonel Blair, the yep. lead character in uh, 3, 4, and 5, um, as well as voiced for the animated show as well. So really cool, cool thing. Uh, the mod community out there working off of a um off of a uh 
mod for X X Wing Alliance actually oh, created yeah. a total conversion for TIE Fighter. Oh the wow! Nineteen ninety four TIE Fighter, and I'm gonna skip ahead so people can see this is uh what we got uh with some of the older gra- graphics and wow. uh the total conversion brings back so many memories wow look at that isn't Ooh. that amazing i and i can't i can't i can't wait i tagged mike stackpole in it who told a really good fun story on twitter uh about the research he did to, to write the books when he went and bought a gaming PC to play this and, and, and X-Wing. And, and, uh, so I tagged him in, in their tweet for this, this mod and, uh, dude, I'm stoked. He's stoked. He's just like, uh, he said something like shut up and take my money or hush and take. My yeah, money exactly. Like yeah. That. Look at that, that, and this is, this is all, all free. This is, this is, you know, donation type, type stuff uh so definitely support modders and and things like that uh when when you guys can the legality of that because it's it's free it's a mod based on existing things that are that are out there uh you could could potentially see disney uh do like they did with the person that was building a ground up coder remake Mm -hmm. i think it was but his was a little different because i think he was doing like unreal from the ground up what right Mm -hmm. uh it's different if you're modding something that already exists correct it's like battlefront 2 right now if you go on xbox or playstation or on steam and you use the mods on there technically you're not supposed to if if something happens to your game like if you download mm -hmm. a mod that isn't fully compatible with the game and it crashes the game that's on you but right. does it mean that you can't play it or you know no. modders can't go create it then no but yeah and that looks amazing it does and here here's the thing because a lot a lot of people were and i'm gonna uh uh do a quick uh daily cup of genre daily cog t- tech tuesday segment he- here one of the things about the internet is once it's there it's n- never gone correct uh, and because this is is free uh, this person, uh, well, the gr- group that worked on it, of course, uh, they, they put it out there. They're hoping for donations and, and th- things like that. But even they're aware all it takes is one person to take it and go p- put it on torrent. And pff, there, there you go. You, you know, um, don't be don't be be afraid. afraid. Disney could on their website do the, the whole uh, we're going to bleed you out of court fees uh, to make you take it down even though you legally probably don't don't ha- have to right i don't they haven't done that yet so yeah i don't think they will if it's i hope not if it's out there for free then it's one thing if you're trying to make money off of it that, that that's where disney really gets into it i know that like star wars theory when he created his um uh video or his you know, mini movie Vader immortal. I think it was Vader immortal. So, um, yeah, but yeah. Um, you know, there was a, a, a short time period where it got taken off of YouTube. Then there, they came to, you know, he came to an agreement with Lucasfilm and stuff and was able to, you know, put it, post it back up. And it's, and now he's working on the second project and, you know, it's 
yeah. gone from there. So yeah, I, I, do, do you remember the old Tie Fighter PC game where you had to put the what was it like seven floppy disks you would install? Yes, that's that's it, what they remade. That's yeah, the, that yeah, no, 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 I agree. But just the, yeah. remember the installation oh, yeah. process of that? It was seven floppy disks. You yes. load disk one, boom, mm-hmm. pop that out. Load disk two, and so three, three if you're young eight, and you don't know what a floppy disk is, I mean, I feel sorry for you. You know, the uh, the it was a lot. Uh, what were they, were they five and a quarter, three and a half, or three and a quarter, five and a half? But I can't. It was three point four eight me- megabytes, if I remember, yeah, something remember like that, correctly. Yeah. Um, because X Wing was on a CD. X Wing, yes, you X- get on a CD and upload and, and down or uh, upload it straight from the CD. But the Tie Fighter one was on straight floppy disk, and it was an absurd number of them, and you had to keep them all together because if you if your PC crashed and you had to reboot and stuff like that, and you had to reinstall. You yep. needed all of them, whether it was like five, six, or seven of them. And that was, yeah. I oh, remember man. shaking the box and hearing all of them. Like, not, wow. not only that, but all the stacks of, of freaking three, three, three and a half. I was right. Oh, three my gosh. Three and a half is, yeah. is, your, is the harder plastic flop, yep. floppies, and the five and a quarter were the long ones. Anyways, before we get to talking a little bit about, about Zack Snyder, let's take a quick word from our sponsors over at Grow Generation. Grow Generation, where the pros go to grow. Grow Generation is your one-stop shop for hydroponic grow supplies, product systems, and more. Grow Generation serves customers across the nation and carries a wide inventory of renowned cultivation brands. Go to www.growgeneration.com, where the pros go to grow. All right, we are back. Thank yep. you, Grow Generation, for sponsoring today's ep- ep- episode. If you guys do check them out, let them know that LRM's Genreverse Podcast Network sent you the Cantina uh, or whatever your favorite podcast is because, you know, they're, they sponsored the, net, the network. So, yay. Oh, God. Zach Snyder. <laughs> we got to talk, talk about it. Let's talk about it. Uh, so, so apparently in, what was it, 2010, 2010. I've heard – he made a pitch to Lucasfilm. Uh, some sites are wrongly saying he made a pitch to Disney, but they didn't pur- purchase nope, it until Lucas 2012. Film. So he made a pitch to Lucasfilm, ran by who? Exactly. Anyways, um, <laughs> he he was shot shot down. That that's fine. Uh, Lucas was well is well he is Lucas, so he was mm-hmm. going to do what he did and. I don't think he ever cared for the idea of spinoffs and things like like that very much. Um, but this this idea of his is now getting made into a Netflix film called, called Rebel Moon, where he's taking Seven Samurai <laughs> again and doing a sci-fi movie where someone's out to seek an army to take on the the bad guy right dude manny brought brought up a really good point we this just created the world's most potential toxic swarm as the snyder verse crowd and the small but vocal legitimately taught and i'm look guys I'll, I'm right there with you on on calling out what what is BS. You know things like not explaining Ray's powers until much later. That's that was crap, and we all know why they didn't explain it because they didn't know themselves. Right. Uh, I'll call out bull crap like that, but 
dear, dear, dear God, God, some of the things people will will comp- complain about is is dumb. Uh, but dude, <laughs> Snyder, Snyder, stepping his toes into the St- Star Wars fandom. What do you what do you make of that? So, what was Revenge of the Sith? Two thousand five. Yeah. Okay. So it's five years after Revenge of the Sith, and at that point in time, the Star Wars fandom was really toxic. So I do not blame Lucasfilm, whoever passing on whatever Snyder, Zack Snyder's vision, you know, he had because at yeah. that point in time, there I don't think there was going to be any movie saying, ah, let's. Let's try it out. Let's go for it and stuff. Because I think everybody was, and also too, you had Clone Wars. I think by I think season three at that point in time. So Lucas was basically focused on that. He, he his vision was more in the animated storytelling than anything else. Um, so I don't blame at that point in time. But for Netflix to just pick this story up and and it being so tied to. I, I love Zack Snyder. I think he's a great person. I, I'm, you know, I think that what he's done in the past two, three years, you know, with the whole restore the Snyder verse and, and, you know, the amount of interviews he's done about it and stuff like that and how he's not held any type of ill will towards anybody mm-hmm. um, for it is pretty amazing. But I think it, I, I I don't know if you saw Army of the Dead at all. Um, yeah. Your thoughts on it and stuff like that. Yeah, I, yeah it was like, okay, you know, it was, it was entertaining. Um, but I just feel like there's going to be too much toxicity. Kind of like you're saying with the, this, the, the Snyder fans versus the Star Wars fans. You're going to have Star Wars fans constantly, you know, compare it to, you know, this movie to Star Wars. And then you're going to have the Snyder fans just be – no matter what it comes out to be saying, it's the greatest thing in the world. So best sci-fi movie ever. ever right. So Sny- for Snyder beats dunes. Yeah. Snyder beats Rod Snyder wars. You know, they're going to be like, bring back the Snyder wars, <laughs> you know, and stuff. And so it's it, to me, it's like, it's going to be great for Netflix because it's going to be a lot of publicity. Oh yeah. But, it's, but at the same time and too, it I mean, be an amazing movie. We're not. No, we're not no, no. I prefer, I actually like, Zack Snyder's visions, like in his movies, there there are a couple that you know um, that I can do without whatever, but I enjoy them. I, I don't think that they're Oscar worthy, you know, movies. But at the same time, I'm very entertained, and that's all I ask. I don't, you know, need he's to be like good, wow. He's got a good eye for th- things. Mm-hmm. Uh, we looked up his his you know his rap sheet, if you if you will. Uh, dude has not done a t- traditional sci-fi film. The closest would be Watchmen, which isn't really sci-fi, you know, no more than any other su- superhero right. f- film is. And so this will be his his first film allegedly doing either a, a, a true science fiction or a science fantasy like uh, Star Wars. Uh, space opera, as Lucas liked. Space to opera, it. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you know. Because there's what's what do you what do you consider Sucker Punch? Is that I I called it I fantasy. I called it, uh, I called it science fan, fantasy ish because it's kind of got the steampunk element to, right. to it, and then the fantastical stuff with the you know 
I don't know if people want to not be spoiled for an old ass movie, but mental health shit going on. And, uh, uh, I, I don't know. It's borderline. Just like Watchmen. Watchmen's not traditional superhero. It right. also has a lot of sci-fi el- elements to it, not just with Dr. Manhattan's creation, but just the the mystery element, the uh, the way the bad guy is, the uh, ambiguity, ambiguity of science and, and nuclear power is always something that was explored in, in that genre, in science fiction. Uh, of of the age Watchmen is trying to emulate and I don't mean the 80s they're Alan Moore's definitely trying to emulate that 50s pulp type world mm-hmm. set in the ni- 19 1980s but uh I'm interested to see what he can do with a with a science fiction budget and a science fiction vision what if he incorporates zombies into it cuz that's been his wheelhouse zombies. That's been, could you imagine a Star Wars slash zombie film put together? <laughs> that to me would be amazing. Marvel, hello. Yeah. You know, uh, what is the other thing that we're supposed to talk about? Um, Tamora Morrison's. Oh movie? yeah, yeah. yeah you want to uh, do that? You, yeah. Why don't you talk uh, talk a bit a uh, bit about that, man? What What do you have to say? Uh, so Tamora Morrison is um promoting a. New project he's working on. It's supposedly coming out soon. It's overseas. I don't think it's coming to U.S. anytime soon. Um, but he sat down with the was it the Express UK um, and did an interview. And of course, whenever Tamora Morrison sits down for an interview, you gotta ask, "Hey, how's everything going with the Book of Boba Fett, or you know any other Star Wars projects?" And so he pretty much kept it. You know, when it came to the storyline of Book of Boba Fett, you know, saying can't say anything about it. Um, but he did give out a couple details that I think that were rumored, not necessarily confirmed. Uh, first one was that Dave Filoni, Bryce Dallas Howard, John Favreau w- w- directed, um, don't know how many episodes, but directed during you know the book of Boba Fett, which mm-hmm. we kind of had an idea that that was we didn't really know about Bryce Dallas Howard, but yeah, that was surprised John, me. That was very not surprising. In a bad way, not in a no, bad I way. yeah. Um, but Robert Rodriguez was kind of the one that was tapped because to do Book of Boba Fett, and I figured he was going to do, if not all the episodes, majority of the episodes um, on there because of how well he he did the episode when we see Boba Fett finally come back into his armor and everything, and um, and so that was interesting. Uh, so some theories are now starting to to come out. You know. Um, what episode do you think Filoni, you know, directed? Because of course he did Mando season two with Ahsoka. Mm. Um, so does that mean that we're going to see another character from the animated series that hasn't debuted yet, debut during that time period? Something, you know, maybe Sabine Wren might be the that that there was that rumor, connection. Yeah, there was that rumor of Sabine uh, that Sasha Banks's character was going to be correct. Ended up being Casca Reeves on there. And then the other um, tidbit on there was how, and this is something I think we've covered before. It's something, it just basically for those who were, um, you know, questioning about it is that book of Boba Fett is considered more of a, a season 2.5 to Mando that it's going to be its own thing, but also have some links to the Mando verse. It's, it's going to, um, you know, like Phoenix Chan is, is uh, Phoenix going to be in there. Um, we've talked about some of the, you know, in our breaking of stories that, you know, some of the old original bounty hunters like Bosk are going to be in there, but it's going to connect 
the two eras together. Um, and so, you know, I think that having Bryce Dallas Howard, John Favreau, you know, Dave Filoni direct, that's a good, good way. I mean, uh, it, um, I think that the, you know, it's good choices there. Um, the Mando season 2.5, that's not too much of a shocker to me, but I think for some people it was it's like, like, Oh my gosh, yeah. it's going to connect it. it. Some people thought that it was going to be its own separate show, not connected to man Mando verse at all. And I don't know. I, I, so, so some of the stuff from the war of the war of the bounty hunter comic books has kind of, um, worried me about their their direction because mm-hmm. in my mind here was here was fet you're showing me that yes he's a a, a man of his word and mm-hmm. his uh, honor honor um uh but you know he's still a he wants to be the king of the bad guys is kind of what i felt as from from what we saw at the end of mando season two but manny says that they're really trying to aim him down the the anti-hero uh lane with the the war of the bounty hunter books we have recent you know uh uproar over re renaming his his slave one ship slave one ship uh being renamed for uh at least toys marketing Mm -hmm. uh we don't know about you know stories reprints or or anything it was one product uh one uh department that that all spun spun from right. um but what, what do you i don't i kind of want him to be a bad bad guy and i was really kind of hoping this would see him basically telling tales of how he got to where he is and what he was tr- trying to do and how that's what he's trying to c- continue on uh and i'm i'm hoping and praying to god that s- somebody lets him say uh, I'm I'm uh, building uh, Black Sun or resurrecting Black Sun because I'm sorry, guys, but saying Crimson Dawn, creating using Crimson Dawn was one of the stupidest things in that solo movie, and it was filled with with stupid th- things. But no, I mean, wouldn't that be great to see him see him say you know Black Sun, like even if he's the founder of it here in this this post Jedi post return of the Jedi world. Yeah. So I, I definitely think Blackstone would be amazing if they brought it into, into the show. Um, I, I, I agree with you and kind of many of those, like they're kind of building up to be the anti-hero. Um, and the reason why is because like you see Phoenix character in bad batch. Um, she is a bounty hunter, but she has, you know, her, her morals, you know, well, and, they want to sell and, toys and it's hard to sell. Right, yeah. Bad guy, bad guy. Um, and, and so I, I think that what we're going to get with book of Boba Fett is kind of a, a, a thing where I think Boba's going after those who did him wrong on Tatooine and some of the other jobs he did beforehand. Mm-hmm. But then people like Din Djarin, people like Finnick, he's going to stay loyal to, um, yeah. you know, uh, it, it's just, it's, you're going to have that both sides to it. Like if you did Boba wrong earlier, he's going to come kill you. Um, oh, go ahead. So for example, we don't know how Timothy Oliphant's character, Cobb Vant, got Boba's armor. Right. So we don't know if that if that was a, a, a way of 
or well, the Jawas, it could because in in the Mandoverse, in Cobb Van sees it in the um, what is that called? The Sandcrawler, you know, and and gets it off of the the Jawas. So we don't know exactly what happened in that point in time. And also, why did Boba allow Cobb Vant to wear his armor for such a so long, long time? Yeah. So that's where we're gonna see the kind of that twist of the character a little bit there too. Um, yeah. You know, it, I just hope they don't. I really, really hope they don't go into the whole cloning process and how he's yeah. a, a clone and, and you know. So I, I, I just that that's what um, the animated bad ba- yeah, that's what Bad yeah. Batch is doing right now, and it's kind of like okay, I get it. We you know, yeah, Amino's my, clone. And like, let's move on with it. My so. my. Th- thought on what we were going to see is basically like i said p- picking up right where we we leave off with with mando season t- 2 he starts putting his hands and f- fingers into the cr- criminal under underworld mm-hmm. during that each step is is connected to something from his his past uh, so we get to fill in some of the gaps, some of the stuff they might be covering in these these comic books, things that uh, happened uh, uh, um, uh, right after Re- Return of the Jedi with the escape from the, the Sarlacc, and, and, right. but not spending a whole episode on Escape the Sarlacc, not a whole episode of, of Cloud City to ta- Tatooine, not like, like that. But where we get our our flashbacks and yeah, I still want to move for forward. Like I still want to see the story pro- progress because uh, I'm I'm kind. While I I I get, I get get it, you guys don't. Uh, the reason why they're they're making him more of an anti hero apparently and and not going for the hardcore villain, which I kind of wish he was. Because I was hoping for Sopra- Sopranos. The bad guy that is a bad bad guy that you still root root for. Right. That's, that's what, what I wanted. That's been Boba Fett for what twenty five years, thirty years. They yeah. can't sell that toy to to today's twelve year year olds, right? Ten year olds, eight. God, how times have changed. In the nineties, we would have. I mean, we bought up that oh, stuff. Yeah. Boba Fett was a bad guy, and he yes. was the hardest toy to get. He yeah. was a bad bad guy. Like Slave he, One Ship was a an awesome. Um, you know awesome toy to have and stuff like that so yeah interesting enough yeah there's two questions i i really want to answer from the book of boba fett number one is what happened to his arm like how did he get out of the starlight mm-hmm. pit slash what uh, how did the jawas get his armor and then where the hell was like his shit like did he stay on tatooine the entire time yeah you know until din jarwin showed up and then said okay let me jump in my ship that's been over here parked for the past you know 40 some odd years <laughs> you know because uh, the slave one's just sitting there. I mean, yeah, you know, in right. Jabba's so palace. Yeah, it, it, you know, so he had to have left the play. You know, it's so funny. We're talking about the Kenobi series and saying, oh, there's no way Kenobi stayed on Tatooine that long, you know, and and just watched Luke Skywalker grow up. Like, there, he had to have been doing something else, right? And no one ever asked, like, what the hell? Like, Boba Fett's alive. Like, you're telling me he stayed on Tatooine the entire time? And his ship was right there, you know, never like – left never never left the armor. So, yeah. yeah like what why did he you know what what was his deal like was he you know we know he has the um uh, Gaddafi stick so we know mm-hmm. he's, he has some sort of relationship with the tuscan raiders but yeah. why does armor go away and then if he does stay on title the entire time 
why? Like, what's he's got a ship right there. You can't hide that, you know. No, so. no, you can't. We'll we'll have to see uh, December, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. Not a hard oh, I'll be, yet, but December. hard questions there. What the hell happened to Slave One the entire time? <laughs> <laughs> Where? What parking lot? What shipyard <laughs> was this at? Who was the valet? And how yep. how big is your t- tab? <laughs> Oh man. Anyways, hey everyone, if you if you haven't uh subscribed to our YouTube channel yet, please take time now, hit that su- subscribe button. Really, really appreciate that. Share with some friends and family. We do Star Wars news here on the Katina every every Friday, uh, whether it's pre-recorded or 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 live. And uh like the like the title says, man, reliable. And we're not here to sell lies and 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 hopes and dreams. Uh we're here here to have fun, be honest, and and hopefully uh, provide some counter to some of the some of the madness that 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 is is out there because uh, there, there's a lot lot of it. Um, but anyway, ways I love I love being uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, uh, ob- objective, uh, un- yeah, un- sure, biased in the reporting uh, side and clear when I'm we always have a little bias opinion. in us. We always well, have a little bias. Th- th- yeah. Clear when I'm giving an opinion <laughs> versus, you know, the, the new, the news aspect. Anyway, ways, uh, you can find us at the social media down, down below. Uh, please subscribe and follow. Uh, if you're listening to the, the replay on your favorite podcast app, Spotify, Google, all that good, good stuff. We really appreciate that. Uh, anime versal reviews is doing a midnight run this weekend on uh domestic girlfriend, really spicy anime, not the, not the H word. Uh, <laughs> We needed some help explaining it. So there's puppets, sort of. So check, if you're into into anime, check that out uh, uh, Sunday. And then, of course, uh, the Daily Cog, our daily show, oh, every every Monday through Friday, talking about everything across the genreverse. Mike, what's going on with LRMOnline.com? Uh, you know, just uh, kind of grinding through the news and you know trying to report everything we can to you guys or what we feel is – interesting on uh, the daily report um you know we got the the podcast all up and running um whether it's you know this one right here the cantina the daily cog animeversal like kyle said we have breaking geek nerdflix and chill um geek movie scholars all you know we're, we're trying to continue to expand so if you feel like you have a podcast or you want to contribute to the site contact me or contact anyone on the site, let them know, hey, I'm a big fan of the site, or I've got a voice, I've got an opinion about something I want to share. Let us know, and we'll definitely get you guys on there. Absolutely. With that, I don't think there's anything else to say or do, but see you next week, and may may the force be with you guys. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.